As a coach, sooner or later, you're going to end up coaching couples. I know, even though it may not be your target audience or maybe that's not who you prefer to coach, because you are coaching, you're going to end up coaching couples. Now, I wanna help you get prepared for this because it is totally a different dynamic compared to coaching an individual or a group of people while you're coaching. So there are three things you wanna do in helping a couple get back together, get more connected, because no matter what the issue is, I have the three secrets to give you that's going to make the biggest difference. Hey, I'm Coach Kirk, and I'm here to share with you my 18 years of experience of coaching people to go from where they're at to a higher level of living. Okay, number one, you have to get this couple on the same page. What I'm talking about is literally a piece of paper. If a couple is struggling, it's because both of them have a different interpretation or a different point of view of what the problem actually is. So the first step in coaching couples is to find out what is the challenge and to be able to document it on a pad of paper. Because if they can't agree on what the problem is, how will they ever figure out the solution? So while coaching the couple, you ask them, what do you think the problem is? You have them write it down, and then you ask the other person, what do you think the problem is? And more than likely, they're gonna have two different points of view. So before you ever start to help a couple solve a problem, you have to narrow down what the problem really is. And so if both of their opinions of what the problem is, is not come together, do not start giving advice do not start giving insight or steps or techniques to use because number one rule about coaching is you don't solve a problem, you don't know what the problem is. Once they agree on what the problem is, now they're actually on the same page. So already they're creating a connection because they both agree this is the problem. It's huge, it's amazing, just with that one aspect of helping them get on the same page. Now, if there's more than one problem, you wanna write down all the different problems that are going on. But again, there's one member of the relationship says, and there's what the other member of the relationship says. So there could be two different lists, one for them, one for them, but then they come together to make the list of challenges that they agree on of what that is. So rule number one in coaching couples is get on the same page, agree to what the problem is. Now this sounds like it might be easy to do. Sometimes this takes like one and maybe even two sessions to help them narrow down to what the problem is. But do not move forward if the problem is unclear. All it's gonna turn out to be is a lot of bickering, a lot of blaming, a lot of complaining, a lot of victim, a lot of weird, weird conversations. Believe me, after 18 years of coaching couples, you do not move forward unless it is clear what the problem is. Once you figure out what the problem is, that's just a huge milestone all by itself. Number two in this three-step process, they have to agree that they have scheduled times to talk about the problem. Because you can't just let time and, and activities flow by and they only talk about these problems whenever they have time. There has to be a scheduled time and they have to have regular conversations about these problems to be able to sort through them. Now remember, you're a coach. You're not here to fix them. You're here to coach them in a direction that they can solve this. 
Now you might have some advice or some techniques to share with them, which is super awesome. But these three main principles, if you don't do this, you're gonna mess this whole process up. Now, I would suggest that this is no less than a 30 minute conversation because anything less than 30 minutes is just a shallow conversation. So I'm gonna suggest one hour conversations. Now, how often do they do this during the week? At least twice a week because once they have the conversation, they're probably gonna have emotions come up, they're probably gonna have a lot of differences and then they're gonna need some time to cool off a little bit and then get back in the conversation. So twice a week, schedule those two and they commit to, okay, I will talk about this problem for one hour twice a week so we can work through this. And that's the beautiful part. Number one, the problem has been narrowed down. They both agree what the problem is. Number two, now they are planning to talk about it. And the other part about having it planned is it's not just brought up while they're driving to the grocery store. It's not just brought up while you're making mac and cheese on the stove. Because the other member of the relationship might not be in a mindset to want to talk about it. And so when it's just a spur of the moment just thrown on them and they're like, wait a minute, I'm not ready to talk about this they're at a disadvantage and now there's just contention because one of them wasn't ready for the conversation. But because the conversation is coming and it is planned, they can actually organize their thoughts, take time to think about it and actually show up and be present in their conversation to work through what this problem is. Beautiful, right? Because you think about this, even if you have been in a relationship, when the other person brings something up that you're not ready to talk about, you feel unprepared. Now, most couples with these first two steps don't even think about this. So as a coach, for you to have this type of structure, this type of thinking, you already will be able to help them get organized and be more intentional and deliberate when it comes to talking about a specific problem and have time set aside to solve this. Okay, number three is education. There is no new problems on this planet. Every problem has already happened before. So somebody has written a book or done a video or done a training class about this particular problem that they're facing. So what the couple is missing is education. So you have to get this couple into levels of education. Now maybe you can give them the education of how to solve the problem or you refer them to a book or a series of books or a series of videos. You can still be the coach even though they're learning from somebody else's book because you're guiding them through the process. But education is key to opening up their mind and learning that there are solutions to the problem. Now, usually couples think, oh, there's no solution to this. We're the only person on the planet with this problem, which is not true. And so there's a lot of lies that go on inside their mind about the intensity of this problem. But we've already solved that with the first two issues. Number one is getting them onto the same agreement of what the problem actually is. Number two, scheduling time so they both can be present, both be active in the conversation to solve the problem. So that's usually the main issue why couples argue and fight and they never fix things is because of those first two steps. Once they're doing those first two steps, education seems normal. It's like we need to learn about this. We need to figure this out. We need to understand this better. So to suggest a book, suggest a video, or maybe you have the education to share with them is the next natural step. Because how do you solve a problem with the same thinking that created the problem? How's that even supposed to happen? It's not even gonna happen, there's no way. So as a couple, when they have the first two steps in place and they're working on the third with education, you're going to see amazing things happen. You don't have to have all the answers as a coach. 
You get to just be smart in what you know the next steps are. So now they start to raise their education. They're adults. They can fix themselves. You can help by asking, hey, what did you learn from the book? And you, of course, if there's a book, they both get to read the book, right? You get to ask them, what are you learning from the book and what is it that you can apply? And as you're applying it, what's your experience? So what are you learning? What did you apply? And how did it turn out after you applied it? So you're the follow-up, you're the review, you're the check-in person because you're the coach. So even though it's not your book, you can still coach them through the experience of using the content from the book. This is gonna help you be better prepared to be able to coach couples. Now I'm gonna give you an extra bonus tip. The next thing that is very important for them to start to do is to touch. I know, when couples are arguing and they're fighting, the last thing they're gonna wanna do is touch each other. But I'm gonna suggest that you let them know there gets to be acts of service to each other through touch. Now that could be a foot massage. Even two people who are arguing and fighting, you can give a foot massage to your spouse. <laughs> Sounds crazy, but if you give a foot massage to your spouse, you don't even have to talk, but the mere touching causes a connection. So you can have education, you can have meetings, you can agree on the problem, but if there is no touch, there's this physical distance that will keep the problem living. A beautiful way to solve the problem between the two is to get their energy flowing between them again so that they can solve the problem together. Now, if they absolutely hate each other, they just can't stand each other, they could watch a movie together. But to be in the same space, doing the same activity can start to create that energetic connection. If they could touch each other, if they could give a foot massage or a hand massage or a neck massage, if they could do some kind of touch, you will see that couple just incredibly come up with solutions to their problem because it took two to create the problem. It'll take both to solve the problem. So this will help them energetically get connected. Now, the big secret between my wife and I is that we would do a slow dance, or we call it a sway, a slow dance. This one time, we were arguing. We were just having a knockdown, drag out argument conversation. And my son, who is actually doing the video right now behind the camera, in the other room, he pushed play on his phone for a slow song. And here my wife and I, were just like butting heads on this topic. We're just loud at each other. And he plays this song from the kitchen, we walk out in the hall, we literally just held pinkies, barely held pinkies, and just did this slow left to right kind of sway. And then we kind of got closer and we did like this little slow song and we were mad at each other. But in three minutes, our energy shifted because when the energy shifts, you start to actually connect or reconnect. And when you reconnect, you can actually come up with solutions to solve the problem. So instead of butting heads, you're connecting heads. And when a couple works together, they can solve anything, solve anything. So that's my bonus number four for you. I know I said there's only three, but number four happens to do with touch. So all the suggestions I gave you with the foot massage, the hand massage, the neck massage, or even a slow dance, even if you only hold pinkies and swing your arms back and forth while the song is playing, that changes the energy between the couple, which helps their heads and hearts start to connect, which now will help them in being able to solve their challenges. You're a coach. You don't have to be a know-it-all. Follow these steps and coach couples, but don't be afraid or hesitant to work with couples because there's lots of couples who need help. This will help you 
work with them and help them in the best way. So let's think about this and go through this one more time. Same page on what the problem is, that's number one. Number two, schedule a time to talk twice a week so they're planned, ready to go, be able to have that discussion. Number three, raise the education. You check in on what they're learning, what they're applying and how it's turning out. Number four is touch, some form of touch to connect the body, connect the heart, connect the mind so they can solve these problems together. You will become the best coach ever in working with couples if you follow these particular steps. It's doable, you got what it takes, go test this out on the next couple you have to work with. I know, isn't this awesome, right? How great it is to have a coach like me in your pocket, be able to help you raise your coaching technique and your coaching way, right? Well, I'm Coach Kirk and this is a beautiful process. Use it, follow it, watch how everything improves. Awesome. Hey, thanks for watching this cool coaching video to help you be a great coach. I know you just learned valuable skills and you are gonna so swipe this and use this. I know you are. That's why I build this. I've been doing this for 18 years and I got so much more to share with you. Make sure you check out this next video. This is gonna help you increase your coaching skill. Subscribe so you don't miss anything I'm putting out there because you are going to see great content. Now click the link below if you're ready to upgrade your skills to that top level of coaching. Go ahead and click the link below. Take that next big step.